turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Thanks for listening to the show. I do two hours and the first hour is typically the harder of the two. The second one gets into more philosophical angles that may or may not be the right approach for you and I to look at the markets. Uh, that's what it used to be like until COVID. And then the last four months, we've been chasing the COVID story. Um, the COVID story is going to get bigger today, as Miami Marlins have said that eight players have tested positive, including two coaches. They were just in Philadelphia sitting in the visitor's dugout. The Yankees are supposed to be in that dugout later today. Will that go on? Will it not? Will the reopening of baseball turn into the shutting down of baseball? And the big question is, will that happen in the United States as well? In the first hour, I made a horrible mistake on this show. I forgot to talk about another big story with the same kind of concept. Alphabet's going to require that its employees work from home until July of 2021. Good news and bad news, California. Um, Traffic will be a little less light coming back to you later than expected, 2021. But also like homes, if you're a Google employee and you own a home and they're just saying, just work from home, you probably have a million dollar, two million dollar home that you're like, wow, if I lived anywhere else in the country, my million dollars, two million dollar home would be pretty darn big. So there will be continued to be some exodus, not necessarily because this this Google story, but the Google story combined with the baseball story, we don't have this under control. If a professional sports team who is worth a billion plus dollars can't stop it from getting to their players. I'm not saying that the Miami Marlins is like this super secret Luther Corp kind of company that they should be able to protect their employees better than anyone else. But it seems that that way basketball of the NHL is supposed to come up this weekend. And I guarantee you every single player and every uh, player's union rep is looking at the story right now going, where does this go? So Google is telling their employees, Google is parent company's alphabet and just, you know, 200,000 full-time and contract employees, just stay at home. You were supposed to come back in January. Now come back next July. Well, now, this, again, has some ramifications. No, not just from the real estate market and companies like Microsoft selling more software licenses. Well, not maybe Google employees, but you get the idea. Uh, more people working from home, more technology being consumed at home that was being consumed at the office. So kind of a, a double dip kind of there. But how about the office space that companies like Google and Microsoft and Salesforce and Facebook lease to put their employees in? A lot of those companies buy their own buildings quickly because they're they think of the cost of long term leasing. But sometimes that's where they get in trouble. 
where you're like going, like a tech company got in trouble from buying real estate. Well, yeah, their core competence, they might be tech, not, you know, pricing real estate. So July, 2021, eh, I appreciate that. That's a lot for us to start thinking about because in March of 2020, when the stock market was tanking, and the economy was shutting down. We started saying on this air, there's going to be three economies. There's going to be pre-COVID, there's going to be COVID, and there's going to be post-COVID. When does COVID get back to pre-COVID? It's going to be a little bit longer. And companies that kick the can, so to speak, like Google, and say you don't have to come back to work until July 2021, again, great for the health of their employees. Love that. I think a lot of future employees will go, Google did the right thing. It's going to be fun to watch. This is going to be a big earnings week. I want to get, I want to squeeze this story in. Uh, Genius Brands has launched Cartoon Channel, Cartoon with a K on the Apple iOS. Um, Genius Brands is one of those companies that has a ticker symbol GNUS. And every now and then, some of their games get a little bit of traction. Like maybe a balloon popping game. And people go, oh, I could, I could invest in that app. It's like when Farmville, when you were buying a digital cow and I was screaming at you on the air for spending $100 buying a digital cow that does not really make milk or delicious steaks. What's the point? Uh, but Cartoon Channel has launched on the iOS and they say it's got a lot of family friendly content that in the first 24 hours that it hit download records for the company. There's a very speculative play. I'm not a speculative play kind of guy. I'm not dangerous by nature. Even though danger is my middle name, I'm not dangerous by nature. Moderation is my middle name. Not danger. When I was younger, it was danger. Now it's moderation. I'm like, okay, I'll just do three push-ups today because I'm moderating my way back to 10. <laughs> 30 is not even like, that's barely doing it. Anyway, um, PepsiCo and Microsoft announced a five-year partnership with Microsoft 365 and Microsoft Teams for all 270,000 employees worldwide at Pepsi. Um, but to me, Microsoft's Azure platform, Azure, and their Microsoft Teams have been just huge winners in COVID. Apple, Amazon, Google all get in front of Congress this week for two days of meetings. Speaking of Congress, Senate Republicans expected to unveil a $1 trillion coronavirus relief package today. The Fed begins a two-day meeting on Tuesday. And 200 companies are reporting earnings this week. Every single day I'm going to be busy in the afternoon. I asked Chad if I could do his show tomorrow and Tuesday and he could, and uh, I just, I'm going to be up kind of thing. I'm going to be working a lot this week. One company I promised to do a little bit of research on is Lemonade. Someone's asked me to do it. I tend not to take requests by email, although someone gets that wrong. Someone sent an email to Chad the other day and said, Rob doesn't like answering questions on email. What I don't like doing is turning the show into drop me an email on a question Then I don't get to ask you any questions like your age, like your income, like your experience, like, are you diversified? Is this play money or is this just a second opinion that, you know, how hard do I have to work at this answer for you? 
and I, I tend to think that if I can break your mentality that you can get stock advice via email, that's a good thing because it's a little bit more than just that. Uh, Moderna is starting a big phase three trial. They're also in the news today. Ticker symbol MRNA. 30,000 plus participants. So far, their phase one data was on 45 people. Now, when they get more people in their study, the efficacy will mean a little bit more to us and we'll have more of each sampling size to work off of. So their stock's up 260% this year. The race is on to get a COVID vaccine, cure, treatment, all of it's out there. All of it's up for gain. And Moderna, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, BioNTech, Johnson & Johnson, many, many companies are pursuing the holy grail. That will be a short-term moment in history of a lot of profits tied towards eradicating a pretty nasty COVID-19 flu. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. The podcast that CFP Chad Burton and I did two weeks ago is online, available at New Focus Financial. Uh, a lot of people wanted rebroadcast those. Chad always said no, but he's letting it stay up for about one more week. You can check it out at newfocusfinancial.com. Watch it on your own time. It takes about two hours. It's a lot of content on how retirement has changed with COVID and a lot of market commentary as well. You can find more at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Two Major League Baseball games have been postponed after Marlins coronavirus outbreak. Tonight's game between the Phillies and the Yankees and the Marlins and the Orioles have reportedly been postponed. The reopening of baseball has hit its first roadblock. I think this has huge ramifications. Too early to panic, for sure. But I think this is going to affect college sports, NFL, NHL, NBA basketball. If baseball can't reopen, can anyone else? Again, some people out there will be like, well, there are eight baseball players and they're strong and they're big men and they might have got it anyway what we're maybe learning is we can't stop this that we're just not very good at either self-containing it or self-containing ourselves from it maybe we've all had it maybe we're all gonna die i don't i'm not kidding i'm not going alarmist on you i just think this is a big moment because i think all of sports is going to be looking at how does it play out and if you're worth $30 million because you can throw a fastball, do you really want to like worry about a 60-game season when you could just take the rest of the year off and come back next year? Or are you looking at it as, well, I can make a lot of money this year and make a lot of money next year? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. That's a fascinating story to me. Um, and the funniest draft, uh, the funny stock pick on it is DraftKings looks poised to explode the upper side because viewership in, in baseball was huge on the first night back between the Yankees and the Phillies, even though not the Yankees, the Phillies, the Yankees, the Nationals, even though it got rained out in the end. But people were pretty stoked to watch sports. Oh, how do you feel about the L.A. Dodgers putting uh, cardboard cutouts behind the, the, the plate? I kind of like it. I don't miss real people. 
kind of like because isn't that what la is anyway just a bunch of fake people cardboard cut out human beings i know you're saying that's not very nice rob you're you're making fun of a whole group of people my mother's from la i'm sorry i'm i apologize to everyone right now la is neither vapid or shallow banal or empty i'm sorry 800-516-1220 was that sincere enough for you um other big stories of note Amazon, Facebook, um, big tech week. And the story's not coming out quite right for me. Google said employees don't have to come back until July 2021. Wow. Amazon and Facebook may have the ability to give guidance, um, i.e., a lot of companies are coming out right now and saying, we don't know what the future looks like. With the amount of data that Facebook and Amazon collect and crunch artificial intelligence. We're going to see some, they're going to be an interesting quarter, both of them. Amazon said uh, Shopify may be able to report accelerating uh, growth. If not, you know, they ultimately will. Shopify is coming out as a competitor to Amazon. It's not quite a full fledged experience yet. Then again, Amazon wasn't either at the beginning. Now, Shopify to ever play catch up, it's going to take something crazy. Like it's going to take a, they're going to have to, FedEx is going to have to say, you know what? We want, we want that. And Shopify is going to say, okay. And then it's kind of like, if you look at Spotify versus Apple Music, you know, Spotify is a pretty good service. If you look at Spotify versus Apple, you're like, they're nothing compared to Apple. Same thing's going to happen in the, the you know, that it's kind of becomes an antitrust issue, right? You've created barriers to entry that are so high, no one can compete. Um, streaming entertainment have been big winners in the pandemic, as have online retail. Um, deregulation risk is starting to become more of a reality. It's not there yet. Uh, Google's payments to the European Union, Facebook's payments to the FTC. They don't materially hurt the stocks, but at some point will Congress go, we're breaking you guys up. That would actually be a good thing because the pieces are worth more than the whole, but the whole keeps competition away. Senate Republicans are pushing for cutting weekly emergency unemployment benefits to $200 from $600. Last week, they were playing with a number $100, and I bring this up in large part because that's how the news sometimes get used. Um, Senate Republicans are saying no deal on the extended unemployment benefits. Then they're saying deal if we can only if they get back to work. Then they're saying $100. Now they're saying $200. Uh, I think we all know some people who have been collected unemployment, and we're like, wow, that's That's a pretty good perk, that extra $600. That's going a long way to pay bills. So cutting it down to $200, yeah, we're not made of money, although we do have a printing press, so we make money, which is a miracle. Talking about a miracle, you go in with paper and uh, ink and you come out with money. So the Republicans are playing with a trillion-dollar stimulus this week. 
Um, that'll be headline news. That'll be some uh, sausage making because now we're getting close to the election. I think we're under 100 days or 99, somewhere right around there. And both parties want to come out of the last stimulus before the elections, hopefully the last stimulus, as the party that you know negotiated in favor of you. So unemployment insurance, money for schools, money for states, liability provisions, all being negotiated right now. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Interesting to note, um, the GOP is pushing for a system in which the federal government ensures workers are earning 70% of their prior income. How does that thought make you feel of getting insurance on 70% of your income? That's kind of how disability insurance kind of works. If you get disabled, you get 60%. It's a tough insurance to oversell because it's tied towards math, your health, and your, your income. Should the government get into insurance? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I came up with a really funny concept for a podcast. It may be my killer concept. I like doing this show. I, I don't think you have to do a podcast just to do a podcast like I'm not a Joe Rogan fanboy. But I think I have a pretty funny concept. If uh, later this year, I might be starting some new media projects. And um, one of them could be this podcast. I came up with it over the weekend and I was laughing out loud. I can't tell you about it right now because I'm actually afraid someone would steal the idea. It's actually pretty good, too. Um, It makes me smile just to think about. You know, this weekend, good golly, I, I cooked a ribeye. I cooked some chicken. Um, some broccoli, some asparagus today. I'm like, I don't want to cook. I don't want to deal with Instacart. I don't want to deal with groceries. I don't want to, don't want to do it. Not gonna, not going to do it. So I have ants in my pants though. So what will I do? I don't want to go to a restaurant that's inside. I do, but I don't, right? Picking up certain types of food is more okay than others. Like, I don't know, I think a steak's meant to be right off the grill, onto your plate kind of thing. So that's kind of, you want to sit and eat it kind of thing. But you know a stock that's benefiting right now from people like me who have ants in their pants? People who want to get out but don't want to fully emerge? Or immerse is probably the better uh, way of saying that? McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. Um, I'm doing my own sound effects. So we've cut our staffing and our budget. Sound effects have been taken out. So McDonald's stock is starting to get a shine going because ants in our pants. A quarter of its stores are completely closed. Sales tumbled during COVID. Company had to aid franchisees who were, you know, their businesses were collapsing. Stock has trailed the market, recovered, McDonald's didn't. And now it's people are starting to get their drive through is kind of a day out in a not so bad way. It's not quite as dangerous as going in the restaurant in thought. 
but it's also kind of like, let's go get a shake. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. So there's kind of, let's go talk to a human being. It's considered kind of a, uh, a partial reopening kind of play. I don't know. Does that make any sense to you? Signs point to big improvements for fast food generally and McDonald's in particularly. So Americans are back in their cars. I told you there's a band that I like called AJR. My kids like it kind of thing. Uh, and I, I think they make catchy music. I think Neo Theater is a fun album to stream. To this day, I'll still listen to some of it. Um, da, 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 da. They announced they weren't coming back to a concert concert, but instead they were going to do a drive through concert. So they rented like the Philadelphia Eagles parking lot because they're not playing there right now. And said, so we're going to do a drive through concert where people can stay in their cars and watch us. I, I, I'm kind of thinking a Cirque du Soleil kind of thing. Um, I don't know what it, it's going to look like, but I kind of like, like it's, it's fun to come up with. Let's partially get out before we can fully get out. Let's, let's address that. Um, don't get me wrong. McDonald's being a partial drive through and AJR doing drive, uh, you know, the drive in concerts. I, there's something I kind of like, we're, wait, wait, we're getting back in cars. Elon Musk isn't like that. So McDonald's earnings aren't going to be great, but the fact that they're getting market share during a downtime, what they're losing in breakfast is hurtful. Europe is still a very tough spot for them with COVID issues, but more Americans are feeling more comfortable eating out, but we're taking it baby steps. We're, uh, consumers are saying they're sick of cooking at home and more of us are cooking at home. Like I said, I, the idea of pizza being the winner and McDonald's being the winner of COVID, it upsets me a little bit on the healthcare issue. It's like we're going to strain our emergency rooms with COVID, and, and this time next year we're going to be straining our emergency rooms with heart attacks from people eating too much pizza at McDonald's. Um, but pizza and burgers are big winners. Something to pay attention to because you didn't think about that during COVID of that baby step angle. I didn't they put it, you know, pen to paper until just recently on that one. Then you also get like McDonald's is kind of a value proposition. One of the things I don't like about DoorDash is you're paying restaurant prices and you're tend to tip restaurant tip, but you're not getting the restaurant experience. You're eating at, Oh yeah. Home where the kids underwear is on the dining room table or, you know, where you and your wife got into a fight and you broke every dish so you don't, you're eating on random dishes. Do people break dishes still? I kind of hope they do. Because I hate dishes. Dishes have been evil to me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, tech giants are, are, have led the market. And there's a question now on the market of what happens if Apple, Amazon... Google, Microsoft, what if the Netflix is the world stop going up? Now, historically, you could take a look at what led the markets in the past. For instance, um, 20 years ago, the big market leaders were Microsoft. That sounds familiar. GE. Uh-oh. Are they still relevant? IBM was a big market leader. Uh-oh. Are you seeing how 20 years have changed? 
Intel was pretty dominant and Walmart were the, those were the big five in the S&P 500. Now the big five in the S&P 500 are Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google and Facebook, of which the smallest of those companies, Facebook, is bigger than the bigger company from 20 years ago, Microsoft. So if the big five falter, what's going to happen? All five of those stocks, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google and Facebook, have had amazing COVID years. Amazing returns. And there are already huge companies becoming huger. Apple's worth about $1.6 trillion, Microsoft $1.5 trillion, Amazon $1.5 trillion, Google $1 trillion. 20 years ago, Microsoft was the biggest company in the world, $480 billion. Now the biggest company in the world 20 years later, $1.6 trillion. So, and I think this is a really good thing to throw out there. They've been market leaders, and because of their size, it's going to be tough for them to continue. If I were to bet right now, 20 years into the future, who are going to be the, the biggest five players at the S&P 500? I, I, I could make a name, a case for a couple of those names, like Apple and Amazon. But also I could say that unless they come up with something crazy, it's going to be tough to grow $1.5 trillion into $3 trillion. Now, I think Amazon is. They're working on healthcare insurance for everyday Americans. They're working on drug deliveries for your grandmother who can't get out of the house or go to CVS. They're working on becoming more embedded into our lives. Apple, they seem to be product driven versus like a, a vertical. They're not, they're not looking for health insurance. It doesn't look like something that's really different from their business. They're evolving their business. Whereas I would say Amazon continues to try to disrupt. In 20 years from now, could Amazon be selling its own soda? Sure. They're already selling their own jeans. So Amazon's got over 20 brands that pull in a billion plus dollars that's their brands. So could they get into Amazon vitamins? I think they already have. So that's where, to me, Amazon's got some upside, where Apple has some evolution share buybacks, a lot of cash, can deal with competition. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you take a look at the big five stocks on the S&P 500 20 years ago, Microsoft, GE, IBM, Intel, and Walmart. Walmart's done okay. Microsoft has done great. But the other players, not so much. In comparison to the similar type companies surrounding them. Every dog has its day. No, no, no. Just it's tough to be. It's tough to go from big to biggest to biggest assist to biggest bigger than biggest assist. It's bigly big. It's tough. If you get to your maximum weight, like at 300, it's tough to go to 600, but it's easy to go to 280. So laws of big numbers are very compelling to look at and remember. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Under Armour stock is falling following an SEC enforcement notice. That's something you never want. Um, if a company ever says, and this is not what Under Armour said, if a company ever says, we have material issues going forward on our, our ability to operate, if that's ever anywhere in their op their paperwork, that's a good reason to sell a company. It's a good reason to think about it. That's why you want to read the 
annual reports, the quarterly reports, and the government filings from these companies. Steve Case, the co-founder of AOL and current CEO of Revolution, has asked Congress to support the next generation of tech entrepreneurs. Oh, boy, that's going to be a sticky one, right? Uh, one of the areas that is getting hurt right now is venture capital and funding of, of tech companies. <clears throat> People get a little bit more concerned, a little bit more cautious with their billions and trillions of dollars to loan when there is an issue tied towards COVID and the disruption that it could cause. I think that's not to say some people aren't taking advantage. Um, hydrogen fuel cell stocks are doing well. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget there's a webinar that is a replay mode now for one week only at newfocusfinancial.com. You'll get a copy of last week's webinar. Check it out. It takes about two hours to get to give yourself a little bit of time. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. 2020, what a year, right? This is supposed to be the year of clarity. 2020 vision, right? You see the play? And are we not like more, have we lost focus more than this ever before? I don't think so. So I think the developing story is, and I'm just interested in this because it's so tied in my psychology to the reopening of the U.S. economy, the Miami Marlins home opener against the Baltimore Orioles was canceled. We learned late last night that the Marlins weren't traveling home as a group. What happened? Clearly someone got COVID. As the night turned into morning, we've now learned that eight players and two coaches of the Marlins have tested positive for the coronavirus. That's a third of their team. How do they go forward and play? What does that plan B look like for MLB? <clears throat> now, of course, there's hundreds and hundreds of baseball players that they could choose from within their system, but is that really fair? And it, it brings up a lot of questions there, right? I hope I'm not overthinking this one, but the New York Yankees have a game scheduled in Philadelphia where the Marlins just were. And the Marlins stay in what's called a visitor's clubhouse. Now, the visitor's clubhouse probably has a lot of COVID jumping around in it. That's a thought. Again, I'm not a doctor. So Philadelphia said, we've cleaned that clubhouse. You have nothing to worry about, Yankees. We fumigated it numerous times. And the Yankees are even sending out some of their staff from New York to Philadelphia to get in there and make sure. I don't know. What do you, how do you make sure? Do you put your tongue on the wall or something like that? Oh, you didn't get it. You're fine. Um, but this is going to be a big test because it, to me, it brings in this like spooky, there's a clubhouse in Philadelphia that's killing ball players. No one's dead, but it, that's something the Yankees are like, would you go in that clubhouse right now? If you've known it's fumigated, would you trust it? Or would you say, hey, I'll skip this one. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. We're going to watch that story closely. Take a look at the stock market. We have a very busy week ahead of us. Very busy week. We have a Fed meeting. We've got big tech companies testifying in front of Congress. Uh, we've got earnings season continuing for a lot of companies, 200 plus S&P 500 companies. Today, Bitcoin jumps above 10,000 for the first time in six weeks. 
Facebook is delaying their second quarter results this week. They're not going to do their earnings announcement because Mark Zuckerberg will be in Washington, D.C. I had an interesting conversation about Mark Zuckerberg. And again, for those of you who are listening to the national show, we're sorry this may not be as relevant to you. A lot of people who live in the Bay Area have, you know, pretty educated opinions on technology and censorship and spying and big company, big data. A lot of people really hate Mark Zuckerberg. And I I find that just interesting. Evan Spiegel, the CEO at Snap, he kind of gets a a pass. Dorsey at Twitter, he gets kind of a pass. Um, Tim Cook at Apple. If you take a look at what Apple has done to competition just in their their own iTunes store, we're giving them a pass for not being big and evil. But man, Zuckerberg is like the big and evil. He is literally the Bill Gates. We hated Bill Gates in the 90s. Um, I dated someone who had a, a license plate, and I, f- I found this just weird. And she got it because of her previous boyfriend got something that her, her previous boyfriend got a license plate that said AOL SUX. Um, AOL socks and Microsoft, uh, something like Microsoft socks too. I, I don't know. One of them had a different word than SUX, but they didn't. They were railing against AOL and Microsoft, which is funny because that just even that just made me laugh. We once were fearful of AOL. AOL was once Facebook. They were a growing subscription service. Maybe that's where they went wrong. But they got you on the internet light. What I mean by the internet light was you got a dial-up service. So you'd dial into your modem. You'd call AOL. You'd see if your friends emailed you in that little email world that they contained. And then as it, it evolved and changed, they opened up the walls and you started getting into the internet. And maybe that was the beginning of the end for them anyway, when Netscape's browser came out. Um, and you didn't really need that internet on training wheels. Where is this all going? It's interesting that like AOL did completely fail. We forget that. <clears throat> they didn't completely fail. They, they acquired Time Warner amazing that they're able to pull that off but took a couple years and basically time warner shut down aol's presence and that whole influence of internet marrying old media company but facebook's uh, delaying results i don't much care for that i wish they would go through with them but uh, i get it he's gonna be in front of congress and he is a hated man i find that very interesting um he is the Bill Gates. Bill Gates was he was a monster in the 90s. And now he's like, oh, he's so soft and he cares about COVID and saving the world. And he's thoughtful and he gives the best Christmas gifts. Like, I think he gave someone a Heifer International where you can give a cow to a village and cows last a lot longer because they produce milk. So it's I don't know. You can see some areas where my knowledge base just isn't that great. Hey, Papa John's is hiring. Is that the economy we want? A pizza-driven economy? It's a good question. No. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, durable good orders. Continue to see a nice bounce in June. <clears throat> so before the Miami Marlins, and let's see what happens with baseball. We were starting to open back up, and the economic data started to look like we probably put in the worst of it. Second quarter GDP is going to come out this quarter, and that's going to show you probably the worst quarter ever. Now, that's a big statement because forever is a long time, no? 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Apple's up 1.2%. Amazon's up 1.8%. Alphabet's up. Um, all of them are earnings reporters on Thursday. All of them are talking to Congress this week. What a mess. Pepsi and Microsoft announced a five-year partnership on Microsoft Teams. That's been a big winner during COVID. Replay of the webinar from last week is available at newfocusfinancial.com for a limited period of time. Check it out at newfocusfinancial.com.